0: Love Hope, Radio.
1: Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is a phenomenal day. It is, se- <laughs> excuse me, it is March the 13th, 2010. Saturday, March the 13th, 2010. And I am honored to be here with you again on this day, people. This is an absolutely phenomenal event we got planned for you tonight. Understanding your true value. That's the topic and the title of tonight's show and we're gonna have a phenomenal time. I got two dynamic guests that are just gonna come and light you on fire. And I have a dynamic uh message for you myself. So we're gonna we're gonna ignite your passion and we're gonna ignite your destiny. And if you have a passion, if you and you have a pulse, tonight is a night for you. So if you have a passion and a pulse, tonight is a night for you to realize your dreams. People, I don't take you for granted. You can be anywhere else right now, but you've cho- chosen to come and be here at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here at with, at Creative Championship Standard Living with me, Mr. Miles W. Miller. And I appreciate you. I don't take you for granted. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm looking forward to some dynamic things happening for your destiny. People, keep me abreast of, of how we're doing here. Leave, I, I like reading your comments. I like being able to, to do things to improve the show. So let me know how I'm doing. You can reach out to me on most of the social networking sites at Facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. On MySpace, MySpace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. Or even here on the Blog Talk Radio site itself at BlogTalkRadio.com slash Miles W. Miller. People, before we go any further, I, we're going to turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of His Spirit. So without further ado, people, I'm going to uh, give you an injection of just raw, unadulterated motivation from the jump. So I'm going to send you to a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 Steps to Staying True to Yourself. 10 Steps to to Staying True to Yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, Many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are, we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas you know told us to celebrate our uniqueness and and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote to celebrate the the identity that God has given you the the separateness that God has given you, you that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in because you weren't put here to blend in, you are put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson, um, 10 Steps to Staying True to Yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, and they battle with um, a bad vision of themselves, they, they, they struggle to to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run them up, things like that, and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image. How could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you're less than than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, and you truly know who you are, when you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a farce, that's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce, that's not, that is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating his likeness and image. You're creating his likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in his likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do these things that that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this, universe, in this universe, is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you he created you to solve a a set of problems that nobody else can solve so keep that in in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the creator
0: Americans are always at our best when we hear
1: and heed the cries of others. When confronted with massive human suffering, Americans have always stepped up and answered the call to help.
0: But there's never been anything on the scale of human tragedy in our own hemisphere like what we're now witnessing in Haiti.
1: Today, President Clinton and I are joining together to appeal to you with real urgency.
0: Give now, and lives will be saved. Thank you. Thank you.
2: The images from Haiti are heartbreaking. Homes, hospitals, and schools are destroyed. Families searching for loved ones, parents trying to feed their children. But we can all do something. We can help the American Red Cross as it delivers the food, water, and medicine that can save lives. Donate $10 by texting Haiti to 90999. Visit redcross.org or call
0: 1-800-RED-CROSS. Thanks for your help.
1: Hello, and we're back. That was a, a motivational moment from our, our, some of our previous times together. I just wanted to share that with you and also to share with you the, um, the public service announcement from uh, President, um, former presidents uh, Bill Clinton and George W. Bush and uh, First Lady Michelle Obama about uh, Haiti relief. We haven't forgotten about our, our brothers and sisters over in Haiti, and I'm asking each and every one of you who can hear my voice right now to – don't forget them. Reach out and still and support because there's much work that needs to still be done. And in understanding who we are, we know that we, we are designed to help each other. We're Each joint supplies another. So in this time of need, even to uh, mission mission relief uh, that's going out to Chile and places that have been uh, ravaged by storms and, and, and natural disasters, we want to be a complete blessing to our brothers and sisters all across the world and let them know that we love them and we, we're re- reaching out to them and we care for them. So I just wanted to share that with you also. People, tonight, tonight, tonight is absolutely a phenomenal time. I, I mean, I, I don't know how else to describe it. We're going to have a phenomenal time together. I, I got you here for another uh, 80 minutes. And while we're here, we're going to do some, some dynamic things. We're going to do things a little differently tonight. Um, but I want you to just to come here with an open heart and – Have a pen and paper ready because you're going to get some jewels and some nuggets that are going to absolutely revolutionize your life. So with with that, I'm going to send you to another motivational moment, then I'll be right back with you. weren't put here just to hold up space and and take up air you were put here to do something dynamic you were put here to make things better everything is created to be a solution to something okay nobody's life is in vain there's a a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch I I read a lot of his his books on wisdom Um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve so he created you God saw something that no one else could solve, so He created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So your your very life is a solution to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when He created you. So your so I want you to I'm just I'm I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important your life is important you, your destiny is important and no, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently you are important you have to be here but there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here so we'll get into that also so you're important because God created you for a solution your life is designed to impact countless others and you are put here as a specific answer a certain set of problems. So, take your work in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do. So, that's the segue to my lesson today. My lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image. Seven ways to promote a positive self-image. Step one, place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Which we just talked about in depth. And we, I can go further with this. You have to understand that, if you can hear my voice, we, each and every one of us was created in the likeness and the image of God. None of us created ourselves. So, it's, a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle and I take it to a a General Motors dealership, now, the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information, but how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that Spirit that created us? And when you, be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true, true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that. Hello, when we're back, that was another motivational moment from um, one of our previous times together, and I just wanted to, I'm going to c- continue to give you injections of, of, of motivation for our motivational moments throughout the show uh, tonight. We're, like I said, we're going to do things a little differently, so you, you know, don't get used to coming here and getting the, the information one way. I'm going to c- continue continually grow and continually give you information in dynamic ways so that you don't get accustomed to just receiving one thing one way, but. Receiving things dynamically. So tonight is, like I said, again, a phenomenal time. Come here with your heart open and a notebook and a pad and a pencil. And I tell you what, you're going to get a blueprint for success tonight. You're going to get a blueprint for how to be you. Yeah, I said it. You're going to get a blueprint tonight for how to be you. So just, just listen to me for a moment. I get, I get really excited. I get really amped to do these shows. I don't know if i ever told you this before, but I think I have. I get really excited. This is something I know I've been born to do. I've been born to inspire. I've been born to encourage. I've been born to to motivate, coach, and make sure people get to their destiny. I am here tonight for you. The guests that we're bringing on tonight are here for you, to inspire you, to encourage you, to motivate you, to set you on fire for your destiny. A lot of us have been misled throughout our lives, and we've been given – Faulty information about limits on our greatness and limits on the things that we've been called to do. But we're here tonight to dispel those rumors and dispel those myths. I I come here tonight, people, to provide hope to the dreamer, the visionary, and the go-getter that it's possible, that your dreams are possible, that those visions that you see when you're praying, when you're meditating, that those dreams, those visions are possible, that the go-getter can get it. I really want you to see this. I really want you to get this. I really want you to live a life of your dreams. It's, it's not – you don't have to live second rate because that's what—that's the whole purpose of what we're here to do tonight. You don't have to live a second rate life. You don't have to accept second rate as best. What I want you to do is just get in your mind the, the image of what it is you truly want, the image of what it is you truly want. I want you to get the image in your mind of what it is you truly want. I want you to hold on to that image. I want you to, to to not let go of that image because guess what? The very thing that you see in your mind can come to pass. I remember I did a show a little while ago and I had I had put a quote on my Facebook page that said that I watch what I, I say what I watch and then I watch what I say. I say what I watch and I watch what I say. In other words, and I, the things I see in my imagination, things I spend time focusing on, and meditating on I see them in my imagination first. Then I see them. Then the, the very thing I've been saying, now I'm seeing. The power of life and death is in your tongue. The power of life is in your tongue. The creative power to bring to bring forth a dynamic existence is in your tongue. But first and foremost, whatever is in your mind Whatever you're thinking about in your mind, the dominant thoughts in your mind are bringing about the life that you are seeing. So if you don't like what you're seeing, you can change your thoughts. You can change your mind. Tonight you get a chance to change your mind. You get a a, a blueprint. You get new information tonight to help you change your mind. So what I want to do is this. I want to take you to another motivational moment. Like I said, I'm going to give you motivational moments all night. I'm going to take you to another motivational moment, then I'll be right back with you, and i got something dynamic planned for you. So stay tuned, get your notebooks ready, and call a friend, let them know we're on live right now, creating a championship standard of living. This is your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and I'll be right back. Day of new beginnings, and I want you to understand that the things that have happened to you from this point forward, up to this point, are for a reason. And to to kind of bring it home, what I'm what I'm telling you today, I'm going to give you a quick crash course and a physics lesson. Um, I'm going to teach you about vector physics today. Um, Vector physics basically is like this: vectors describe motion and momentum and they also describe the magnitude and the direction of, of of an object in space. Okay, for instance, an airplane would be charted by by way of vectors. Because it has it has magnitude and it has direction. Well, these things are always measured over time. Now whenever time is measured, time is measured from zero to infinity in the going towards the right, which is the positive direction, which means it's always increasing. Time is always increasing. Whenever you see a graph, time is always increasing as far as, you know, vectors are concerned with, with like, the motion of an airplane, for instance. The, 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 the direction of the vector is charted according to where the, the position of the plane is at, at a certain time. So if the plane is just taking off, the vector is going in a positive direction, both in magnitude and in time. Well, when the plane is landing, it's negative vector, because the plane is coming down, but it's still, you know, the time is still increasing. So, how does this apply to your life? We're going to talk about the absolute value of your life today, and we're going to to compare your life to a vector. Your life has magnitude, which means it has speed, and it has direction. A lot of things may have happened up to this point that may not have been the way you want it to be, but we're going to chart this vector anyway. The absolute value of any vector, whether it's a negative vector or positive vector, the absolute value of that vector is always a positive result. It's defined in in mathematical terms. You'll see um, an equation... And there's two bars around it. There's a bar in the beginning of it and a bar in the end of it. What that that denotes is that that you're going to take the absolute value of this particular equation, this particular function. And what that tells you is that basically this is how far away from zero this function is. Well, now you've been living. you've You've been born. You're in the earth. You're no longer at zero. So, as I told you earlier, you know, time is increasing now. Time is always increasing. The truth of the matter is people, that when you take the absolute value of your life, see, the result is positive. I'm going to say that again. When you take the absolute value of your life, the result is positive. So, let's go back to Romans 8 and 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to His purpose. And then, even going back to Genesis 15 20, for as for you, you thought evil against it, but God meant it for my good. I got a shock and revelation for you people. If you love God and are called according to His purpose, then. The vector that describes your life, the magnitude of your life, states that all things that have happened to you, that are happening to you, and that will happen to you are working together for your good. People, everything that you experience in life has worked together for your good. That's why I tell people don't get bent out of shape over the things you're going through. Don't let what you're going through. Stop you from where you're going to Hello and we're back. So again that was another motivational moment from one of our previous times together. Just like I said, I want to give you uh, injections of, of motivation and encouragement tonight, people. Like I said, I don't take you for granted. I don't take you lightly. I really appreciate your your support of this show, your support of this mission, your support of my vision. And without you, there's no reason for me to be here. So each week, I I, I get so excited because I know somehow, some way, I'm going to say something that's going to really break something loose for you and the guests I bring on are going to say something that's going to break something loose for you, and, and the platform of the show is going to do something that's going to break something loose for you. So what I want you to do, again, like I said, reach out to me. Let me know how we're doing. I want to provide content. I want to continue to provide content for you that is life-changing, that is absolutely the blueprint for your success. I was on an interview on the show a couple weeks ago with uh, Harry and Phil on uh, Marvelous Mondays here on Blog Talk Radio, and one of the things they asked me, what do I see myself in the future, five ten years from now? And I said that I see myself have, have, having had made a blueprint for success that made that left trails. In other words, the very things I'm pouring out to you right now, the very things I'm doing for you right now, the very things that I'm giving you right now, I expect these blueprints, I expect these nuggets, I expect all these things to be something that gives you a reason to be successful 10 years from now. I want to be able to give you the blueprint. I want to be able to give you the blueprint tonight that will set you loose for your destiny five to 10 years from now. That's where we are right now, people. So let me let you understand the goals for tonight. The goals for tonight are this. I want to discuss with our guests and in the lesson I have planned for you, the importance of being true to yourself which we alluded to earlier with the motivational moment, I want to also help you discover your true identity. Not the identity that people may have told you that you are, but the identity that God says you are. I want to help you. I want to provide hope to you that the life of your dreams is possible and plausible. And not only that, I want to provide tools for you that aid you in realizing your dreams. I think the people that I'm bringing on here tonight, with the even with, uh, going on along with the lesson that I have planned for you it's going to absolutely revolutionize the way you 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 go and realize your dreams so without further ado we're going to move for, forward in the show and I'm going to give you one more another motivational moment I'm going to bring on our first guest.
0: I'll be right back.
1: Utterly important. It is utterly important that you understand that you, you're going to have to apply some work. You're going to have to. You're going to have to get some effort. See, that's how you win a championship, people. If um, I played on many championship teams, if if we hadn't conditioned and practiced and and worked hard during the summer months, there's no time. There's no. There wouldn't be a, a chance that we could even think about placing the trophy in the, in the fall months when we when I was playing football. It was virtually impossible. Your, your preparation matters. The difference between someone who's great and who's not great is the preparation. You must prepare to win. You must prepare to be great. And once you're prepared, you have to execute. And, and if you can do those things together, guess what? You can earn your greatness. So, and, and keeping in line with our quote, our presidential wisdom, in reaffirming the greatness of our nation, we understand that greatness is never a given; it must be earned. So go out today, people, and earn your greatness because you deserve it, and, and your whole legacy is counting on you. Hello, I'm are right back. Um, again, that was another motivational moment. Uh, from one of our previous times together, and I just want to continue to to inject you tonight with an adrenaline shot of motivation and encouragement to go out and be who you've been called to be and realize your dreams, people. We have a, a dynamic guest waiting in the wings, but before I bring him on, I want to say this: the very things that you're hearing have the potential to change your life. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God, but also even if you stop short on that, faith comes by hearing. That means if you let something other than the Word of God into your, into your hear, hearing and your, your ear gates, you have the potential to believe it. So it's very careful, be very careful that you watch what you're saying, that you watch what you're listening to, because the very things that are being spoken around you, they're actually forming your faith. They're forming what you're believing. So make sure that what you're, be- you're listening to, it's something dynamic, something that's going to change your life, something that's going to put you on course to realize your destiny. Because if not, you have you run the risk of being led astray. So tonight we're going to bring on some dynamic guests who are going to give you the, the, the firepower to be who you've been called to be. So without further ado, I want to introduce our first guest. Our first guest is a dynamic young man. He has um, one second. Uh, sir, hold on one second. I'm going to bring you on the second I, I feel they to do this. I want to tell you this. I I, I wrote this this comment on somebody's Facebook page earlier today, and I feel led to say this to to each and every one of you. You can hear my voice. It's your time. Okay, we've all struggled. We've all went through hell, hot water, and kitchen sinks being thrown at us, but let me tell you something. It's your time. The, the, The season to be great is now. It's your time. It's your due season, and the universe is on assignment from God to bless your socks off. You have to, but you've got to stay in the flow. You've got to stay in, in in tune with those things that are that are designed to bless. Anything that's designed to take you off your off your course, get away from it now. Anybody who's taking you away from your course, get away from it right now. Anything that is not like God, detach yourself from it right now. And I feel strongly, feel led to say that right now. Anything that would come against your destiny, let it go. Don't be a part of it. And I said, come here tonight with your heart open because we have some guests that are gonna life into you. So listen to life, accept life, and and stay away from anything that causes death. So without further ado, I want to bring on our first guest. I'm going to let our first guest introduce himself. He's a dynamic young speaker. He's a a phenomenal uh, coach, um, just an all-around good guy. He's a a businessman. He he has had a a dynamic uh, past where he's he's, he's motivated and encouraged people. He's he's been been connected to some dynamic people. And He's going to come on here tonight and just light you on fire for your destiny, but you have to want it. you got to open your heart up, and you have to want it. So I want, without further ado, I want to bring on to the show none other than uh, our favorite, one of our favorite new people, uh, Mr. Enrique Pascal. Enrique, are you there?
3: Yes, sir. How are you doing today?
1: I'm oh, absolutely phenomenal, sir. It's an honor to have you on the show.
3: You know what? I am super excited to be on your show today. Thank you. I, I really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Oh no doubt, yes sir. We are. I'm, I'm like honored to have you here because I, I just I feel a passion from you that, um, that it's it just it, I had to I had when you reached out to me, I had to reach back out to you because I knew that there was something dynamic about you. We connected right away, even though we hadn't even talked yet. So, mm-hmm. Enrique, could you tell the people more about what it is that makes you you?
3: Well, well, my my history, my story is like uh, my name is Enrique Pascal. I was born in Brooklyn. born in Panama, raised in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I was uh, raised by a single single uh, mother, no, no father around. And uh, for that reason, uh, you know, a long time in my life I had issues. I had a lot of insecurity, a lot of anger, a, lot of, a lot, of, lot of doubt in my life because of him not being around. But I always wanted more than what my environment displayed to me. So at a very young age, you know, 13, 14, even 12, I, I, I made a decision to seek wisdom. With all all my heart and mind and my soul. And I I remember being around my my, my grandparents and older people, 70, 80 years old, and I'm 12, 13, hanging out with them, asking questions, being in prayer meetings and meditating and stuff like that. So what makes me tick is is, is, is information. You know, I think information is very important. The information that we have would allow us to go in the right direction. What we do know can save our life and what we don't know can, can really cause us to die. So I've been seeking information ever since I can remember for a very long time.
0: Wow,
1: wow! And I think that those of us who study, those of us who uh, who are looking for information on how to be better, I think we we put ourselves in a position to to receive that information, but also it puts us in a position to to live a a, a better lifestyle than most mm-hmm. people because we just we do reach out for something greater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and keeping in in line with that. You seem to be a very wise man, and you seem to be somebody who's been who's been in the midst of wisdom most of your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are some of the things that you see as a as a coach now, as a, as a motivational speaker, as somebody who's who's doing research on human development? What do you see now as one of the issues that causes people not to live their full potential?
3: You know, Miles, that's a that's a great question. Um, what I see the the major problem that I see in people is we we have. We have accepted words and, and pictures and images into our into our lives that we didn't have to accept. Many of us, many of us, that was to, were, to, were told by someone at some point, our parents or someone, uh, "You're no good. You're not going to amount to anything." Right. You know, when, when you get older, you're going to be this and be that. And we accepted what they said. We took on that personality. So, if, you know, from a very young age, if you're told enough something and you hear it enough. Like you were saying earlier, who are you listening to? If you hear something enough, you will start to believe it. So a lot of us have, have embraced the picture or the image of failure and defeat because our mother or someone, a husband or wife or a boyfriend or girlfriend, someone told us at some point, you would not amount to anything. Wow. And, but see, what, what I, I want to do is I want to tell anyone, everyone who's listening, if you were ever told that, that's a lie straight from the pit of hell. When God created every single one of us, he took his time. Every single one of us is a masterpiece. Every single one of us has something unique and special to share with the world. Your gift and your talent is not for you. It's not for a community. It's not for the, not for certain kind of people. It's for the world. Now, to, sh- to prove to you how unique you are, there's, o- there's about 6 billion people on this planet. And not one person on this planet, before or after you, has the same fingerprint as you.
1: Wow.
3: Not not one person on this planet, before or after you, has the same DNA as you. Not one person on this planet, before or after you, has the same rhythm to the heartbeat that you have. So when God made you, he took his time. He created a masterpiece. If you were ever told that you are worth nothing, I'm here to tell you today that you are priceless. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And when he made you, he did not make a copy. He made an original and someone who cannot be replaced.
1: Wow. And, and I think that that is a, a great moment right there to, to to really piggyback on. People, listen to what he just said. That means that even a set of identical twins are not the same.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Each each You can have triplets, quadruplets, all of these. They have similar DNA,
0: mm-hmm.
1: very identical DNA. They're not the same.
0: Right.
1: And because of that, each of them, their uniqueness gives them a special piece of the puzzle of this universe.
0: Right. Your
1: uniqueness gives you a special piece of the puzzle of this universe. If you weren't here, you'd have to be created. So you were mm-hmm. created for a purpose. So right. in understanding that, Enrique, and understanding that everybody has a purpose, how do you keep people on track as a coach to help I- them Stay in tune for their purpose.
3: Yeah, as, as a coach, what I do is I, I, I change the mental picture. Um, that, that's, that's, that's the first thing we have to do. We have to change the image. So many times I speak to people, and, I, and, and all I hear is their defeats and their, their frustration and their confusion, but this and but that. And, and I let them go on and on and on and on. And I said, Do you have anything good to say? Is there anything good about you? Because here's the reality if you, can't, if you don't feel nothing good about yourself, then you can't display that to no one else. Right. No one can no one can, can can see your worth if you don't have a, a way to project it. If you don't if you don't believe you're priceless, if you don't believe that you are all of that in a bag of chips, then no one's gonna believe that.
0: <laughs>
3: you know, so what I do is I come in to a person, speak to people, and what I do is I change the mental picture. I you know I say this all the time, Miles I say that the mental picture that you paint will become the physical picture that you embrace. So what I do is, I let you know that you have a garden. Every single one of us have a garden. And in your garden, you're going to have some weeds. You're gonna, without, without a doubt, you will have some weeds in your garden. But also in your garden, you have beautiful flowers. Now, your attention is the same as the water and the sunlight. Whatever you give that to, that thing will grow. So if you neglect the weeds and give all your focus to your flowers the weeds have to die. Wow. wow. So I teach people to really embrace the fullness of the image and really focus on the tulips and the roses and all these beautiful flowers in their garden and never mind the weeds when they pop up.
1: Wow. Wow. And, and weeds could be like obstacles or, or, or situations that you weren't maybe expecting, maybe like absolutely um, un, unexpected bill, unexpected layoff, anything like that. Absolutely. See, see,
3: here's, here's the reality. Whatever, whatever, whatever you give all your focus to, that thing will become the thing that will drive you. You know, that's the thing that you give. That's the thing that will that will have your mood change and shift and act a certain way. So you have a choice to make. You can choose to to, to, to be defeated, or you can choose to be to be a person of victory. It's a choice. Every single one of us have that choice to make. But if you, if you know how to deal with these things and how to handle your emotions and, and, and deal with all these obstacles when they come, then it's going to be okay. You know, you know how many people have pulled over on the side of the road and no longer went on their journey because they, they, they roll over a bump? Wow. So many people was driving to their destiny, driving to greatness, and a bump came in the road, a breakup somebody lied on you, somebody treated you bad, and that took all your attention. You was 80% on your way to making it happen, and you allowed that little bump to stop you from accomplishing 100%. Wow.
1: Wow. (laughs) And I think somebody is going to hear this tonight, is hearing this right now, and they need to know that. it's Look, trials and tribulations, they do come. And mm-hmm. just because you believe in God doesn't mean you're not going to see trials and tribulation. It just means that it, it gives you faith that even though you do see these situations, even though you do go through these things, that you have hope. And that's what we're here tonight to do, people: is provide hope. Don't get, hit a, a pothole in the road and stop going towards your destiny.
3: Miles, let me say this, me say this if I can, man. Um, yes, sir. We go, we, you know, many of us go to the gym. We work out. We lift weights. And, and the, the reason why is because we, we know that the weights sculpt our body. Yes. And and, and and you know, we lift the waist, is it's resistance and, and we don't we don't complain about the resistance. We go through it. We know that when it starts to burn you push a little bit more because you are you are you are sculpting your body. Okay. Right. Here we are. If we if we go to the weight into the gym and abuse our body to, to make our body look better and look stronger, why are we so driven to look better on the outside? But then when something comes in the spiritual realm a problem, an obstacle, we just let it slam on us and, and just take us out. Hmm. We are so driven to look good outwardly, and we, do, we are doing nothing for the inside. Wow. You would never be able to live your life the way you were designed to live it. You would never be creative the way you're supposed to be created if you are not able to construct something on the inside. If you ignore the inside, you will not make it in this life.
1: Wow. So, Enrique, what, what do you suggest uh, for our audience to to make it a, a priority? Because just like you're saying about investing in yourself, we, we, some people don't, at this very moment, they do not have a savings account with anything in it. So if, if a, a rainy day came, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So so true is the same thing about people's personal banks. They don't have anything stored in their personal banks. What can you advice could you give to our audience to invest in their uh, personal banks so and keeping it in line with their true value that if something when a storm comes they' they're not thrown to and fro that they can actually stand
3: right well what, you know what i I would say you we have to we have to rebuild our foundation if it's not built on the right on the right situation. We have to build our foundation on the principles of God because the principles of God work independent from the principles of this world if God takes care of the birds each and every single day surely he will take care of you each and every single day. Right. We, have to, we have to get into a covenant relationship with the creator, the architect of this world, and understand this, that he is more concerned about you than you are about yourself. Wow. I tell you, I, I come from a long road, man. And for me to talk about the Lord the way I do, it's because I've seen him do things in my life supernaturally. Yes, sir. Now, now some people may not believe. I'm not here trying to convince no one. I'm telling you, from my background, I came from the music industry. I was hanging out out with the Jay-Z's and all these guys that people listen to on the radio. In fact, I've been been, uh, 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 in in videos and movies and things of that nature. And I'm here to tell you this right now. Everything that I did back then don't even equate to what I'm doing right now. I've been on stage with 20,000 people, and I'm telling them where to go, where the party is, making more money than people could ever understand. But when I found my purpose and I submitted to the will of God, there's nothing like it. It's the best decision you can make because in his presence is the presence. Wow. There's safety in the presence of God. We're looking for gifts. We're looking for all of these things. Get in his presence. That's where you're going to find it. Because if you right now, the economic system, the world, the way it has been designed, is crumbling. And I got news for you. The crumbling has not has not even started the way we're going to see it. But those who are close to the hands of God will not feel
1: it. Wow. 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 It's, it's funny you said that uh, about the presence of God. I actually, I was walking down the street one day, and um, I just was, you know, I, I, I equate things to uh, things that I, I have um, experience with. and sure. and, I, and I believe that God will speak to us, where we are. He speaks he speaks our language to us so we so that we can hear his voice. Yes. And one thing that, that I understand very well is football. I understand defenses, I understand offenses, I understand how to how to draw up schemes, how to how to beat schemes and so a lot of things that you'll see me doing will relate to football.
0: Yes.
1: One thing that I saw and I was walking on the street and I saw a picture in my mind of Ray Lewis. And Ray Lewis is the epitome of a middle linebacker. Mm-hmm. He's the epitome of a person who whose who, whose mission is no, no matter what the case may be, no matter what's in front of him, he's he's assigned to get in that quarterback's face. He's assigned to disrupt that quarterback. He's yeah. he's designed. He, his mind has been has been so tuned to to beat anything that gets in his way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so too, I see myself now, and and how I saw it was that we have to be like a blitzing linebacker to get in God's face. Absolutely. We have to, no matter what's in our in our, in our path, no matter who's standing in the way, no matter who's trying to block us from getting to, getting to God, we got to get to God, regardless right. of what people may say, regardless of what people may think. You know, even like you're saying yourself, it took a lot for me to be at this place too, to be able to openly say, you know, I love God. I'm here serving God to do to do what he would have me do. I've mm-hmm. submitted myself to, to his will instead of my will.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, right. But even in growing in that, like I said, we, we have to do whatever we can to get in his face because that's where we find our true value. Absolutely. Because, you like I, I said, one of my motivational moments earlier in the show, you know, GM, uh, Mr. Goodrich, they they actually service cars. They'll service any car, whether it's GM uh, brand or not. But if your car is a Ford motor vehicle, why take it to Mr. Goodrich when you can take it to Motorcraft? Right. Take it back to the person who knows it best, who who created yeah. it. And,
3: Absolutely. And if we
1: want to know about ourselves, we want to know who we really are, we have to go back to the, the, the spirit that created us.
3: Right to the source. Right to the hey. source. And see, what I'm saying is, in the, in the in the presence of God, we have all these questions. And in the presence of God, we have, we have all the answers.
1: Wow.
3: It's, it's right there before us. But a lot of us have a problem, and I'll and I, I tell you, where we're falling short is, we're falling short in the area of submission. Right. See, we right. have to learn that, in all reality, you're not weak if you take your hands off the wheel or let somebody else drive who drives better than you. <laughs> we have to take our hands off of it. And you know what? Fall back for a minute. Let somebody else drive you around. Be chauffeured around for a second. Take the pressures off of yourself. Don't put it. Listen, it says in the Bible that we ought to cast our cares on him because yep. he cares for us. Get rid of it. You were not created to carry any kind of weight that will carry you down. You were created to win by any means necessary. You have, you have the, the DNA of a supernatural winner that never lost before inside of you. If if people really could get an understanding of that, man, we'd be a whole lot better. You cannot lose.
1: You can't. Wow. 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 Enrique, we're going to go to a, a small break, but well, I want to bring you back and I want you to finish that point. But we're going to go to a small break and um we'll be right back.
0: Okay. CDA, I need you to hit me upside the head. I mean, like you never hit me before. Uh, uh,
1: Hello, when we're back, I, I, um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed here, people. I have, I have to tell you that I've met some dynamic people over the course of doing this show, and uh, our our first guest here, Mr. Enrique Pascal, has been sharing some absolute nuggets with us, and you know it just keeps in line with with our whole mission here is creating a championship standard living. We bring champions on here to empower you, to to give you injections of of, of motivation, encouragement, to to live out your dreams. And Enrique, are you there? Are you back with us? Yes, sir. I'm here. And you were you were talking about being in the presence of God, and as a dreamer, and as a visionary, and as a person who needs to understand who they are. Can you just share with our audience, give the audience some wisdom on tips to get in God's presence to understand your value, your true value? Well, let
3: me let me say this: Who who, who you think you are? You're not. Okay. When when God came to David, He called David a king. While David was a boy. Tended to sheep You know when he came to Gideon Gideon was hiding And he called Gideon the mighty warrior You know when he came to Abraham Abraham was old and had no child And he called him a father of many nations See God don't call you for who you are right now He called you for who he d- designed you to be we, we have to line up With what he says And believe it beyond a shadow of a doubt Okay It says in Jeremiah For I know the thoughts and all the, the plans that I have for you now, watch this. It don't say that we know or 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 you should know. He says that I know. And understanding this, we don't know what God knows. Okay? Once we know what he knows, then we get everything he has for us. If you don't believe you're worthy of all of these abundance that's on this planet, then you'll never get it. Because it could it walk right past you and you'll miss it. You're blinded. By by not having not having the ability to hold your head up. You're walking around defeated with your head down <clears throat> thinking you don't deserve everything. Let me tell you this. There is no shortage on this planet. I don't care what they're saying. There is no shortage on this planet. Every single thing on this planet is made for us. He gave us dominion over it. We had dominion over all of these things. But we walk around, we listen to the news, we, we listen to people complaining all day long, we listen to these rappers that's telling you that you're not balling unless you've got two phantoms and, 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 and a mansion. Let me tell you, man. A lot of these guys on that, on, on that hip-hop industry, they're, they're telling you something that's not true. They don't even have it themselves.
0: Wow.
3: It's a false perception. I came from the hip-hop industry. I've been, I spent 10 years in the hip-hop industry. And majority of those people who look like they got it going on don't got nothing. After a video shoot, they're not getting into a phantom or a Bentley or whatever. They're they getting on the bus <laughs> or the train. Back home. Wow. <laughs> you see what I'm saying to you? So what we have to do is, in order to get in God's presence and stay there, it says, the Bible says that wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. We have to seek wisdom every single day. You know, my motto, or, or, or I live by this right here, I approach all things as a student and never a teacher. I believe is a lesson in everything. The question is, are you willing to learn? We have to step every single day with the mentality of a student to learn, because God is always speaking. We're not always listening. He may not speak the way you and I may want him to speak, but if you seek him, you will find him, and in in his presence you're going to find the wisdom that will take you to the next level. Now, now this, this is not, I'm not trying to preach the stuff like this, but what I'm trying to tell you is, In all reality, anything that you construct or you build independent from God, I don't care how much money, I don't care how big, how tall, how high. If you build it independent from God, it will crumble and fall. I've done it. I've I've built empires independent from God, and it fell and crumbled.
1: Wow. Wow. Enrique, I I hate to do this. (laughs) Time is not our friend right now, but I, I, I want you we we got about two minutes left in our segment. I okay. want you to to share it with the people where they can find you. Okay. So before you do that, I want you to give them a word of encouragement, a word of, of, of just awesome motivation to well, let them know that it's possible to live their dreams and it's possible to be who they've been called to be by God.
3: Let, let me give you an example real quick. Tukey Williams, he was the person that started the Crip, the Crip gang. Okay. Tukey Williams was was, was, was uh, on death row and, and they said that he killed all these people. He started the Crip Gang, okay, all over. Now, he was, he was responsible for this gang-banging activity. Tukey Williams was a great speaker. He was a great leader. But his gift was something that w- w- uh, he wasn't able to mature. it. So his immaturity caused him to do some silly things, put, put this man in jail. Now, while he's on death row, Miles, while he's on death row, this man gets nominated five different times for Nobel Peace Prizes Okay. Wow. Now, understand this You have to mention Tukey Williams In the same breath Dr. King, Mother Teresa, Gandhi And now our President of the United States wow. Every single one of us Were created with a special gift And a special talent You have to find yourself In the place of isolation So God can deal with you And point you in the right direction Okay. We all have something to offer To the world we are world changers. You have to believe that what you have is a universal gift for everybody. You have to believe it. And with that being said, you can find you can find me on my my uh, my web my website is Enrique E N R I Q U E Pascal. That's P is in Peter A S C A L dot com, and um you'll find all my information, my YouTube, my Facebook, my Twitter, everything on there. I got a book also. Entitled Eight Steps to Mastering Your Emotions," a book. It's an audio and an
1: and an ebook. Well, well, sir, without a shadow of a doubt, I want you. I want you to know this. I'm going to invite you back out to the show because I want you to. I'm going to give you a whole hour to really go in depth with what's with, in you because I know that there's something else that that you really want to share. But we, just the timing of tonight's show, we don't have enough time to let you go, just go rip on it tonight. But we're no going to bring you back for a whole hour, and I want you to just you know let let the audience you know, feel that fire that's inside of
3: you. Yeah, praise God, and thank you for the opportunity, man. God bless you. You're doing a great job, and uh, I pray that your show goes, you know, go on great tonight with the other guests. I know she's going to light it up also.
1: Yes, sir. We appreciate you, and we receive that.
3: God bless you, brother.
1: God bless you, sir.
0: All right.
1: People, that was Enrique, Mr. Enrique Pascal. He's a a dynamic motivational speaker and life coach. Um, Moving forward into the show, we're going to – We've got another guest that we're going to bring on who's absolutely dynamic as well. Uh, like I said, we, we go out and we recruit champions to come onto the show to, to help you create a championship standard living. We don't go and find people who are living second rate or who believe second rate. We bring people in here who, who absolutely promote a championship standard living. And before I bring on our next guest, I want to do this because it's just it's something I've been feeling. And I want to say this to you again. Right now, right where you are right now, no matter what it looks like, no matter what people are telling you, no matter what you feel right now in your spirit, let me tell you something. It's your time. It's your time. This is your due season. And the universe is on assignment from God to bless your socks off. But you've got to stay in the flow. Don't let anything disrupt your flow. Don't let anything disrupt your flow. Don't let anything disrupt your flow. I don't care if you just lost your job. I don't care what has happened. I know some stuff, May happen that it's not fair. It's not. It doesn't seem like it, you deserve it, and you're probably right. But guess what? This is your time, regardless of what the situation says, regardless of what people say to you, regardless of what you even feel about yourself. Sometimes this is your time, and I and the reason why we have an understanding your true value. Your true value is the value that God says you are, and the season that we're in is the God. If you if you can really hear what I'm saying, if you can really receive what I'm saying right now, this is one of the best times. To be alive, because we're going to truly see God move in such a dynamic way. Maybe the, more so than any other time, or any other era, or any other dispensation to this point. We're really going to see a dynamic move of God. The dreamer and the visionary is the forerunner of that move. So you you cannot give up your vision. You cannot give up your dreams. You, you know my motto, my mantra, my motto, my mantra is don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. How much more important than tonight? Your dreams are really what makes you who you are. Your visions are what makes you who you are. Your opinions, your uniqueness is what makes you who you are. And by all means, hold on to that because we need it. Each and every one of us needed. Each joint supply of another. That's scripture. You are here for a specific assignment. You are here for a specific reason, and you can't let anything or anybody tell you what you can or cannot do. You have to know without a shadow of doubt. Like I said before, if you have a Ford Motor Vehicle, you don't go to a GM dealership to get it repaired, even though you can. They can actually call and get the, the specifications about your car. But how much easier, how much simpler is it to take it to a, a dealership that makes Ford cars, or that services Ford cars that comes from Ford? You are created for something dynamic. You are created for something powerful. I want you to hear the passion in my voice. You are created for something powerful and dynamic. And this is your time. This is your season, and the universe is on assignment from God to bless your socks off. Stay in the flow. So with that, on that note, I'm going to take you to another motivational moment Then we're going to bring on our dynamic guest, and we're going to close this show up because we're going to be on fire when we leave here. You better believe it. You better, You better believe we, I brought a fire start on here, and you better get ready. So without shouting shout out,
0: uh, give me, listen to this motivational moment, and I'll be right back with you. Whatever it is you're, you're,
1: you're, you want to see, you want to do, you can speak out things, and things can happen for you. But like I said, we're going to get into a lesson. Um, you, okay, one more thing. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject Whatever you reject Leads your life So if, if there's something that good that you really want Don't resist it Accept it, allow it Because if you If you reject it If you reject it You, you, you let go of it And that, that thing that which was good was coming for you you, you you turn away from it And you want to always Accept things that are good and reject things that are bad also understand that every day every day every single day no matter what it looks like outside no matter what's going on in the economy God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing he has designed his universe to be a major league blessing for you for me for anyone who can just receive it and that is actually the natural state of the universe it is designed to bless it is designed to be It's a design abundance, but you have – it's your choice to get in the flow. Hello, we're back. That was another motivational moment. Again, uh, I'm I'm laced this show with adrenaline shots of motivation, so when you download this podcast – all throughout the show, you're getting injected with motivational moments, but with encouragement, with people saying, yes, you can be what it is you've been called to be. Yes, you can get in the flow of this universe and get what it is that God has for you. Like, like I said before, it's your time, it's your due season, and God has put the universe on assignment to bless your socks off. Stay in the flow. Stay in the flow. Now, while we're in the flow… I I want to bring on our fire starter dynamic guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. She is a a phenomenal young lady. I've I've, I've grown to admire her for her integrity and her strength and her her, her way of encouraging people to be who God has called them to be, which is why we brought her on tonight for for such a time as now for understanding your true value. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you, just like I said, a dynamic fire starter, a powerhouse, a champion in her own right. Miss, well, prophetess, Tara Hodges. Tara, are you there?
2: Yes, I am, Mouse. Thank you so very much for having me, and I'm so humbled by your intro of me and the very fact that, you know, you invited me to be back on your show today, so I just want to say thank you so very much, and I look forward to how God is going to minister to all of us on tonight.
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, indeed. I, I, it, like I said, I'm honored. I, I, You're one of those people, I don't... I don't attach myself to people quickly, but when I do, I, I, I hold on to them. And you're you're one of those people that, from the moment oh,
0: thank we you. reached out
1: to each other, it, it was something dynamic. So I want I don't bring people. I've been I, I'm being entrusted with the, this audience, so I, I don't want to just bring people on here who who sell snake oil. I bring people on here who got the goods. and You got the goods.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very yeah. much, and I praise God. You yeah. know, I got the goods from Him.
1: Yes, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Well, probably, is, I I really want you to to minister to the people. In a way that that goes along with your uh, your ministry um, foundation Scripture, and it's John ten ten, and I want you to to just feel feel free to to, to speak within your heart, what God gives you from your heart to the people tonight.
2: Sure, sure, sure. Well, for those who don't know me, again, my name is Prophetess Tara Carissa, and you can check out more regarding the ministry that God has entrusted to me at my website, which is Tara, T-E-R-A Carissa, c a r i s s a dot com, and it links to everything, my YouTube channel, MySpace, Facebook, you name it. Um, but now, to address what you just asked, the foundational scripture of Life Now Ministries is John 10 and 10, where Jesus said, I came that you might, have life and life more abundantly, and I emphasize the word might because it's a choice. You know, Jesus said, listen, I'm not going to force the good life on you, but you have a choice in this matter. But I want you to know that I came so that you can have the power to live the good life. And so that's what I really want to encourage all of the listeners, you know, right now to make a decision that no matter what you're going through, no matter where you are, you are going to live a good life. Be like Paul. Paul said, listen, I know how to abound in having many things, and I know how to abound when having little things in every state I am content, and, and the very basis of having good things in your life is the fact that you can be content where you are because you know that God is developing you to go somewhere else, and so I just want to speak to the people that are listening to say no matter where you are, understand that's not your final destination, So often, uh, Miles, you know, we get frustrated with where we are because we think that this is all that there is. But the truth of the matter is, is when you wake up and you still have breath in your body, God is telling you that where you are is not where you're going to finish. That's why I gave you another day, because it's another day's journey. You know, that's what the older generation used to say. That's what my grandmama's generation say. They say, it's another day's journey, and I'm glad about it. And so you can't get so frustrated about yesterday that you allow that to stop you from doing something today, and that's what the good life is about. That, you know, I've had some good days, I've had some bad days, but when I look around and I weigh things over and I think things over, all of my good days outweigh my bad days. So guess what? I won't complain because complaining is not an attribute of the good life either.
1: Wow. Wow. You know, and that goes back to what we were saying earlier in the show, that the power of life and death is in the tongue. And, and those who, yes. who enjoy it, we eat the fruit thereof. So in, in the power of life and speaking life, what do you – what, what what tips do you give to our audience to continuously speak life over what they want versus speaking out the things they don't want?
2: Sure, sure. You know, again, like you said, one of the powerful verses in the Bible is, you know, that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And so what would I tell anybody that, you know, wants to begin speaking more life? I would have to say you have to focus on the God who gave you life instead of your circumstances and your situation. So when you focus on your situation and your circumstances and what's going on, you begin to identify what you see. But when you're connected to God, see, God says faith comes not by seeing but from hearing, hearing the word of God. So in other words, you can't be moved by what you see. You can only go by what you hear God is speaking into your spirit. That's why when you go back to Genesis 1 and 1, it does not say that God saw. It says that God spoke. Wow. Let there be, and then it was. And so that means that you can't look at your situation. God did look at the earth. and to, it, Listen, the Bible says that God looked at the earth, and he saw that it was without form or void. But guess what? He never spoke that. Instead, he looked at what he saw, but then he spoke what he wanted to see.
1: Wow. So
2: that's what you've got to do. You've got to look at, okay, I'm looking at this situation. I got rent due. I don't know how I'm going to feed my babies, but you know what? I'm going to speak that greater is he that is on the inside of me than he that is in the world. I'm going to speak that, you know, my father is a father of all things, and he gives good and perfect gifts to his children. I'm going to speak that my father has a cattle of a thousand hills, a cattle on a thousand hills. That's what I am going to speak. And when you begin to speak that, much like Genesis 1 and 1, what you speak is what you create. And so, a lot of the stuff that we've got going on in our life is because of what we created with our tongue. That's why the enemy is always after what we're speaking, what we're saying, because if he can get us to speak it, then he can get us to have it.
1: And that goes back one to the us, most
2: popular, you... one of the most popular, one of the most popular uh, um, um, catchphrases in the church is, "You shall say what you are having, you shall have what you'll say."
1: And, and prophets, that, that goes back to something I was uh, saying earlier in the show: uh, what you speak, you hear, and what you hear, you begin to believe it. And if you believe it, it. you get faith in it. And and, and and you know, even though we know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, if even if you stop a little short and faith comes by hearing, if you're hearing something long enough, you believe it. That's true. So in understanding that, Prophets, what do you tell people that are that they know that there's something about them? is they they've been called a greatness. They know that inside them dwells a the champion. And it's just it's this one little thing, that, and it's that thing right beneath their nose, their mouth. It's been causing them mm. so much problem. How do they corral their mouth? I mean, you know, we're, we're giving them the scriptures, but how? I mean, as a a person who who's going out there and they are a dreamer, they are a visionary. How do they corral that mouth so it's it is saying the things they want it to say?
2: You know what? Two pieces of advice I would give. Number one, shut
0: up. <laughs> and I know that that's
1: tough,
2: <laughs> but I would say if you can't control what's coming out of your mouth, close your mouth. Number two, I would say, okay, if you can't close your mouth, then watch who you're speaking to. See, the reality of it is, mouths, is that a lot of times we end up speaking to people that can't do anything about our situation. So if you're going to speak, why not use your words to your benefit and speak to somebody, God, who can do something about your situation. And might I remind you that God can handle your anger? When you read through the book of Psalms, you understand what David went to God many times, angry even with God. And so a lot of times we think that we can only go to God in a certain posture or a certain way. And, yes, you reverence God because he is the creator of all things, but understand that you can still be real with God. And so if you can't control, okay, I'm upset about this, I'm upset about that, that is okay, but you need to. Cry out unto the God who can do something about that. Talking to Kiki and Nini and all of them is not going to help your situation. It's going to add because you're talking to people who are powerless to change your situation.
1: Wow, wow. And and keeping with that, keeping with that that same thing, I had a game plan for tonight's show, and I, I you know, I, I tell you before uh, prophets that when the Holy Spirit moves, I move with Him. Amen. So we went a different direction tonight, but there's some things I'm going to I'm going to actually write. Uh, what I ex- expected to, to teach on tonight, but the one thing that I did want to teach on was understanding the value of, uh, understanding your value to God according Emmaus. to Genesis uh, 1 and 28. And when you understand your value to God that you've been given, that you've been put here to have dominion, then you would you really wouldn't accept second-rate living. True. I want you to speak to, to, the, to the heart of a person right now who's, who's accepted uh, maybe they're in an abusive relationship. Maybe they, they've accepted, uh, you know, poverty as their their calling. Could you speak to their heart right now and just give them, you know, what God would give you to say to them, to bring them out of that?
2: Yes, definitely, definitely. You know, I just want to speak to that person, you know, that is in a dire situation, if it's an abusive relationship, if it's alcoholism, whatever the situation may be. And I want to tell you that, you know, when God created all of us in Genesis 1, he said he looked at all of his creations and he said that they were good. You don't take a good thing and put it in a bad situation. Nobody does that. You wouldn't take your nice car and go post it up in a terrible neighborhood. You wouldn't put on your finest clothes and then go roll around, you know, at the playground because it's good. It has value to you. So if God has assigned your value as being good, then you have to understand that if he has spoken that you are good, he's intending for good things to be a part of your life. That's why he says, I know my thoughts towards you, thoughts of good and not of evil, not things that are going to harm you and depress you and frustrate you and irritate you. That's not the will of God. That might be a season that he walks you through to develop you or mature you, but that's not his ultimate pit stop for you. That's not the ultimate destination for your life. And so when you begin to understand that you mean something to God, that you are valuable, you are handcrafted and created by him, then your value goes up. But see, what the problem then becomes now is that we don't believe that we're good because we don't surround ourselves with people who will speak to our goodness. We surround our people who will speak to our badness. What does that mean? That means that you're not surrounding yourself with people who will speak to who you really are. You're, you're surrounding yourself with people who are speaking to where you are. There's a problem with that. There's a problem with that. And so my word of advice to them was to get back into the Word. Begin to get back on your face and seek God and cry out to God and understand, you know, that if God said that you are good, and he did, he said that all of his creations were good, then that's who you are. And because you are good, you have a right to demand a standard of lifestyle that equates with who he said you already are. So it goes back
1: to the Word. And, and that's a, a great place that you have a right to live a championship standard of you have a right to experience uh, that that God quality of life because He created you in His likeness and image, which means that and he it's he for his glory. His it's image. for His glory. Right, right. It, it, it's not just because that you know you're, you're here. Everything has a purpose, and our purpose is for His glory. Our purpose Amen. is to bring about dynamic things, a dynamic change on this on this universe. You, each and every one of you who have been born in this earth, if you are here and you can hear my voice, you have been put on this earth for something dynamic. Something phenomenal, something so tremendous that only you could bring it to life. So God had to create you. That's so, it. Prophetess, it, it. Like I said, we 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 are in the flow. We're in the flow now, and, and people yes. are starting to really hear what we're saying. They're starting to really feel what what God is pouring through you. What would you give? What advice would you give to somebody who is is moving along in life, and they, they just seem to keep missing? move of God, what What do you do to encourage them to, to get in the flow?
2: You know, I, I would really encourage them to really reflect on, number one, their motives. Because when your motives are pure and your heart is pure towards God, God is not going to allow you to miss anything. Because God says, listen, I'm a good father and I desire to give you good things. And, and he says, would you ask me for a piece of bread and I give you a serpent instead? He said, even worldly fathers know how to give better gifts than that. So I know how to do the same. And so if it seems as if you are continuously missing something, I would say, number one, check your motives. Because, see, the Bible says that man looks at the appearance, but God looks at the heart. So your appearance may indicate to even you that I'm doing the right thing. But, see, only God knows your heart. What's your motive for really doing what you are doing? Secondly, I would say, okay, once you get past, okay, well, you know what, God, I believe that my motives are pure. I would say, secondly, begin to understand the timing of God. And, and you, you know, you're one of my friends on Facebook, so you know that I post inspirational things on a day-to-day basis. One of the things I posted this week was John 2 and 2. Jesus was approached and, and, and by a, a woman who said, listen, I have an issue. And Jesus' first response was, it is not my time to deal with your issue. So you've got to secondly understand timing. Because when we think that we're missing the move of God, it could be very well that God is hiding us while he's preparing us. I'm going to say that again so that nobody else misses that. It could very well be that God is hiding us while he's preparing us. So you understand that only somebody that wants to expose you before you are ready is the enemy. Because if he can expose you before you are mature, then he can kill you. See, Mouth, I love Animal Planet. I watch it religiously. If I'm not watching the news or CNN or whatever, I'm watching Animal Planet. And one thing that I understand is that it is the very nature of any animal. Once a mother gives birth to her baby, she hides her baby for a season, especially if they're living in the wild, if they're living in the jungle, because she understands if I expose my six-week-old cub or bear, whatever the animal may be, then that opens it up to predators who can ascertain that I can take this cub out because he's still a baby. And so God is saying, I know it looks like you're missing me, but I understand that I am the God of time. I'm so bad I created time and I don't even live in it.
1: Wow.
2: So who are you to tell me that you're missing my timing? You don't even understand my timing because you live in a different timing than I live in. And so after you get your motives right, after your heart has become pure before God, secondly, you need to understand timing. Is this my timing? Am I prepared? Am I matured? Am I processed? Am I purged? Am I, purged? Am I purified? Those are things you have to understand. Number three, I would have to say work while you wait. The Bible says that faith without works is dead. So whatever you believe in God for, so, hey, I believe in God that I'm going to be a multimillionaire. Well, guess what? You might not be a millionaire today, but have you began to meet with financial advisors to find out when you get to millions how you should be saving and investing? It goes back to preparation. Wow.
1: Wow. So you didn't
2: miss the move of God. God is saying, I'm trying to prepare you so when the move comes you can recognize it.
1: You, you are you are hitting the nail on the head. <laughs> you are hitting the nail what on the head. God bless you. <laughs> I, I wanted, prophets. I wanted to go back to a a, a Facebook uh, interaction we had uh, back in March or uh, beginning parts of March, March first to be exact. And Geico won't
2: cover my business. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it.
1: Yes, yes you knew I was going to touch. That's why you know. Basically, when I read that uh, that posting, that's what created tonight's show. Amen. Oh, glory to God. I'm humble. About. So, and in, keep in keeping in that same vein, a Bentley. i I want to I want to read what you have out here. You said a Bentley attracts a lot of people, including the ones who can't afford it. Yes. And and in, in speaking about that, and in, in, in having people approach you who are not capable of of taking care of what it is that God has inside of you. And this this can be a male or a female. This this is relationship yes. now. This is who you're connected to now.
0: Mhm,
1: mhm. And like we were saying, you know, Geico does not issue policies for for Bentley. They, they they're not qualified mm-hmm. to cover it. Mhm. How do you how do you speak to a person who right now they have an insurance policy or they have a person a relationship that's around them that cannot support the dynamic gift, the luxury that God has inside of them? How do you tell you them? Know, you know? them to move forward.
2: You know you, what? It's time to cut them loose. And I'm going to give two biblical examples. Because in the church, we're guilty of saying pray, pray, pray. Yes, you pray, pray, pray. You never stop praying for people, but because you're praying for somebody doesn't mean you have to be connected to somebody. I'm going to say that again. Just because you're praying for somebody doesn't mean you have to be connected to somebody.
0: Wow.
2: Now, let me give you a Bible to back that up. Cause I know somebody somewhere said I don't sound like God. Let me tell you how it is, God. <laughs> in Genesis 12, in Genesis 12, God told Abraham, said, "Look, I'm going to make you the father of many nations." He made Abraham all of these promises, and we run around and shout and fall out about it at church. The blessings of Abraham, I'm the head, not the tail. I'm above, not beneath. I'm a lender, not to borrow. Well, guess what, boo? Before you can get all of that, God gave Abraham an instruction. He said, "But first, I need you to get out of your father's house." In other words, I need you to break the connection because you're connected with people who are going to disqualify you from going where I need you to go. So Abraham had a choice to make. Do I stay connected to the people and not get my miracle and blessing from God, or do I disconnect from them and move with the move of God? Hmm. <laughs> wow. Some i wow. letting that sink in because that just hit wow. somebody. I just saw it hit somebody upside the head as I said that.
1: It was
0: me.
2: The <laughs> <laughs> to of God. You understand? Because there's a requirement. That, you know, there's a requirement. And I tell people, I do not understand. You know, we live in a society where you can't go to buy a house without the bank first checking your credentials. You can't go buy a car without the the bank first checking your credentials. Why are you allowing people in your life, which is more valuable than a house, more valuable than a car, but you ain't checking nobody's credentials? There's a problem with that. You mean to tell me a, a $200,000 house is more valuable than your life? You mean to tell me a $30,000 car is more valuable than your life? So people have to submit more qualifications and more references and more proof of who they really are. Come on and help me somebody. See, they, they identify who you really are. I can't just walk up to the bank and say, hey, I'm Jane Doe. I need $200,000 for this house. They're going to say, no, but we need some identification. See, we're letting too many people in our lives. We ain't asking for no identification. Who are you? Why are you here?
1: Same is true about that Bentley. You know, you don't you don't walk to a Bentley dealership and just say you're gonna get a Bentley and, and, and think that you're gonna walk you know ride off into the sunset unless they know for sure that you can take care of that car.
2: Precisely. Precisely. And, and so and so why are the qualifications for material things greater than the qualifications for our personal, who we really are? You've got to identify. You've got to identify who's in your garden. You've got, you got to identify that. That's one of the first tasks that Adam had. He had to name all the animals because they because when you can identify who and what somebody is, and you can identify their function. That's why most women are on, God said, that's my husband number eight.
0: <laughs>
2: Come on. Let's keep it 100. <laughs> we know women in the church that God said eight times, God said eight times, this man is my husband because you named him something before you asked God something. You well, named I'm, her I'm, something. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm wow. <laughs>
2: you named her something before you asked God something. Did nobody check in on qualifications? Did nobody do nothing? We just run around here naming stuff. Name it and claim it. You can keep doing that if you want to. But if you haven't identified it and checked it out, you don't know if you're claiming uh, an asset or, uh, uh, or, or a. Um, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? An asset or a. A liability. Come on, asset or a liability. Because you didn't take time. Going back to my house analogy, even when you before you buy a house, you know, it's state law, you have to bring somebody in to come in and appraise the true value of the house. What's really wrong with the house? Is the house really worth two fifty, or is it really worth one eighty five?
1: Or a hundred for that matter.
2: <laughs> come on Let's tell the truth. And so we've got to do the same in the body of Christ. It is not to say that anybody is perfect. That's not what we're saying. But it is to say that you've got to get on your face and identify if somebody else's dysfunction will cause you to malfunction.
1: Prophets, prophets, I, I hate to do this. I hate to do this. Time is is, is definitely... <sighs> we going to have to bring you back again. You have my number. We're going to have to bring you back <laughs> again. Tell the people, I know you got some, some upcoming events. Tell the people about your upcoming events and, and how we can support you. Oh, awesome, awesome.
2: Well, of course, you go to my website, Tarant Carissa, C A R I S S A dot com. All of my events are there, but we do have a dynamic. Fly, Saved, Sanctified, and Still Living on the Lord, and that ain't the name of the conference, but that's just who we are, <laughs> Women's <laughs> Conference on March 27th. That is Saturday from 2 to 4 right here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am super excited. I'm excited, Miles, because it's out of the box. It's going to be held at a boutique here, a clothing boutique here wow. uh, in Castleberry Hills section of Atlanta called Batiste. V-I-T-E-S-S-E. And, again, people can go to my website and check that out, taracarissa.com. And, you know, it's free. We're not charging you to talk to us or get the word or pray or do whatever you want to do at the conference, but it's us in jeans looking fly because you can be saved, love the Lord, and still look good. Uh, uh, and that's a whole other conference call for a whole nother day. But um, you can still be all of who God has designed you to be and, and, uh, and, and still live virtuously and still live the lifestyle that you see on TV that you say that you want. So, you know, it's, so we're doing it out of the box. We're not doing it in the church because, see, it's time after we stop preaching to the church. Jesus said, listen, I ain't come for church, folks. He said, I came for the sinners. I came for people who wouldn't show up to church if I paid them to show up to come to church because they've seen, they've had too much church. Now they need my kingdom. Understand the church and kingdom are two different things. Wow. And so that's who we're going after. We're going after people who are tired of church. They want the kingdom. And they understand the church is not putting on a big hat putting on a three-piece suit and, and, and your big earrings and your gloves and coming up in church. Now, if you want to do it, that's fine. I look like that most Sundays. But understand that who I am as a prophet is not indicative of what I have on as much as who I have on, which is Jesus.
0: Wow. Wow.
2: I ain't going
1: to preach. I know you got to go. You, you, you. you... You know, I, 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 I <laughs> you,
0: you did this. To me. I, I really
1: want to let the show go on for three more hours, but we, we got to go. <laughs> I, I really want you to to know that you've been a major blessing to me. Um, oh,
2: thank you. God bless just, you.
1: Just, just our connection has really has empowered me to, to to go forward and be who I've been called to be too. Um, Praise God. I'm humbled. Before I let you go, I definitely want you to, to we, look that, that 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 conference we talked about. We we got to yes. do, do that.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I'm, yes. I'm, working, I'm working on my part of it now, so whatever you need,
0: <laughs> you let me know. Hey, I'm, you I'm,
2: let me know the date, and it's on. It's on because we've got to let the people know that you have a right to be all of who you are, and if somebody doesn't meet your minimum qualifications, that's okay. Love them and wish them well, but you hold on and you believe God for who you know. God, you know, it's his call to be in your life.
1: Well, Prophets, it's been an honor and a blessing to have you on tonight, and again, we're going to do this again. Like I said, we're going to give you a whole show uh,
0: awesome! i um, will
1: give you an hour because you know I I, I gotta let you I got let you do what you do. <laughs> Thank you. And it's been an honor and a blessing. Like I say, we'll we'll see you soon. Thank you. God bless. Have a great night. Are you too? Bye bye. Well, people, that was uh, Prophetess Tara Carissa, and you can find her at tara.carissa.com. Um, as always, people, I am honored to to be here with you. I'm honored to, to bring you life-changing motivation. I'm honored to bring you uh, just fire for your destiny. What we've been saying all night, it's your time, it's your due season. God has assigned this universe to bless you, to be a blessed blessing to you. Stay in the flow. So without a shadow of a doubt, this is Mr. Miles W. Miller. This is Creating a Championship Standard Living. And you know my motto and my mantra, my mantra and my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.